Hi everyone! Welcome to the very first episode of I Always Swipe Right. I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about the podcast, kind of what my ideas for it are, um, what I'm wanting out of this, who I am. Just going to give you a little overview of what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> so I Always Swipe Right is a podcast created with a sex-positive atmosphere where we can freely discuss sex, give advice, talk about our experiences. So I want this podcast to be body positive, kink positive, LGBTQ friendly, all inclusive, and most importantly, badass. My goal is to create a safe and welcoming place to openly talk about sex, sexual health, relationships, and whatever else may come up. This is a judgment-free zone where I am going to do my best to make all feel welcome. So with all that being said, hi, my name's Carrie and I'm your host. I have always been a very sex-forward person, which uh, has led me to some pretty interesting experiences, I must say. So I get a lot of questions um, about my beliefs, my sexuality, my relationship structure, and of course people asking for advice on a lot of things. Here's why. So I identify as pansexual, and I am also polyamorous, so you can only imagine people's questions when they find all this out about me. I also used to work in a couple of adult boutiques, or sex shops as they're <laughs> probably more well known as, um, so that brings on a whole other set of questions that I typically get. So I tell everybody that I'm an open book and I'm really forward when it comes to talking about sex, so you're listening and you have anything you want to ask me or even any wild stories you want to share, please write in. I would love to hear from you. Uh, you can follow us at the I Always Swipe Right Facebook page, Instagram at I Always Swipe Right, or you can shoot me an email at I Always Swipe Right at gmail.com to be featured on an upcoming episode. And I'll say all that again at the end of this too. So, I'm really excited to be able to share such an intimate part of my life and your guys' life with all of you. And also, I have a whole list of guests that I want to bring on from all walks of life that have <clears throat> so many different views on sexuality. And yeah, sit back and I hope you guys enjoy everything. Also, I want to give a little disclaimer to anyone listening who is offended easily. I, including my family, because I know you guys want to support me, but I'm telling you now, if you're not ready to hear me talk about sucking dick, or eating pussy, or things, you know, you might not want to hear me specifically talk about, this is your warning to not listen. I love you guys for wanting to support me, but I get that this podcast just isn't for everyone. So the first segment that I want to do is a Would You Rather segment. So when I first got the idea for the podcast, I uh, created a Facebook page and an Instagram, and I've been promoting on there for about a month now, and I was like, you know, I, I think I want to play a little game. I want to find out kind of what my friends would say to some of these wild questions. So they've been on the page. Um, definitely go check us out on Facebook and Instagram to play along. It's pretty interesting, to say the least. So... The first one I asked, would you rather wrestle naked in a pool of jello or chocolate pudding? 56% of people said jello. Actually, I think I probably would have said jello too if it was me. All right, um, sex tapes. Would you rather find your parents or your parents find yours? 
61% said, find your parents. See, for me, I think I would have said the opposite because, <laughs> ooh, I don't know. That one is pretty tough. All right, we'll go on to the next one. Would you rather accidentally send a dirty text to your boss or a dirty voicemail to one of your parents? This one was pretty close, but 56% said a sex to your boss. <laughs> this one I feel like was pretty easy. How about having to wear someone's dirty underwear or use their toothbrush? Literally everyone that voted said they would use their toothbrush. Yeah, I probably would too. Um, Alright, would you rather see the text your ex wrote about you or have them see the text you wrote about them? 85% said you'd rather see what your ex said about you. Hell yeah, I wouldn't want my ex to know what I said about them either so all right so <laughs> our next segment is gonna be the term of the week this one was brought to my Instagram DMs and um, the person asked me to share this on the show which it worked out perfect because I have a really interesting story to tell about this too kind of okay so the term of the week is sploshing Here's the definition, noun, a sexual or sensual food exchange in which at least one person covers another person in foods of different tastes, textures, and temperatures. Eating the food off said person is optional. It is common practice for the sploshy to be nude so as to heighten the feeling of food on their bare skin. The splosher can be nude or clothed based on preference. So I didn't know this was an actual kink, um, or fetish, or whatever you want to call it, and <laughs> literally <laughs> the guy just told me to look up splashing, so I was like, okay, that sounds very interesting, and yeah, it's pretty interesting, so I said I had a story to go with this. <laughs> Back in the day, um, when I first started kind of online dating, I was in Houston, Texas, and <laughs> In order to go on dates, um, we had to have, we had, there was a whole line of rules that had to be followed with the program that I was in. So one of them was that um, if you were going to ride in the van, you had to have two other people with you. So I met this guy online, and he, I couldn't really tell if he was, like, super cute or not, but I was like, okay, you know what, I'll give it a shot, whatever. So we make this date, and I tell... Two of the girls on my team, I'm like, hey, I need you guys to drop me off at this date and come pick me up. And they're like, okay, yeah, not a problem, whatever. So I'm talking to this guy, and he's like a, he's a pretty good conversationalist, which is probably the only reason I agreed to go out with him. But he asked me how I felt about the arts. And I was like, oh, man, I love the arts. And, you know, performing arts, music arts, I love museums. And he was like, all right, cool. Like, I know the perfect first date look, I'm going to this performing arts thing. He was like, I go a couple times a year. I'm going to buy your ticket. So I'm stoked. I'm like, all right, perfect. This is going to be awesome. I'm like super excited because I haven't really gotten out to do much there. You know, I'm like just living in the city for a very short period of time. So I'm trying to go out and experience things. So I'm, I'm hype about it. So he gives me the address. I don't bother to look it up or anything. You know, I'm taking this guy's word for it. <laughs> so me and the girls get in the van and we drive into Houston and the address that he sends me to 
is this sketchy ass looking warehouse. I'm like, all right, it's a, it's a little weird, but I'm gonna go with it. So I get out of the van and I, I shit you not, this guy walks up to me and he's like, hey, are you Carrie? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, are, are you Chris? And he's like, yeah. This guy is probably like 4'11". And I'm not trying to like make anybody feel down about their height or anything, but I mean, he definitely didn't mention that he was like 4'11". So that was the first kind of uh, strike for me. Not really strike, but made me go, hmm, what am I getting myself into? So, I mean, there's probably a reason he didn't tell me that, but that's aside from the point. So, uh, <laughs> the girl, <laughs> the girls just kind of look at me and they're like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. It's cool. Whatever. I'll call you guys and I'm ready to go. They're like, all right, just like, let us know if you need anything. We'll come back at like 11 to pick you up. Okay, cool. So he, Chris has our tickets and we walk inside and it's just like this big open warehouse where there's almost different, there's different areas set up for different like performing arts acts. So <laughs> I had no idea what to expect because I had never been to anything like this before. So like one of the things set up was a stage area and it looked like there was a band or something about to go on. So I'm standing there just kind of listening, watching. He's going around talking to some friends. And there's like four people that get up on stage. And the they start playing a little bit of music. And then the first words out of the guy on the mic's mouth, he sounds like he's preaching. Like he's going into some kind of religious rant. I couldn't even tell really what he was talking about. But he spoke with gusto so much it was frightening <laughs> and then the guitarist instead of playing the guitar like you normally would he was just using the strings to make like a scratching sound so it's like this weird like ambient noise scratching sound going on in the background with like this guy yelling and I don't know preaching over it super weird so that's going on in the background and I was like all right like I'm over this I'm gonna walk around so I find Chris and we end up in this little, like, back room area. I guess they were only taking, like, 20 people at a time. So, it's this whole separate room, and we sit down in these chairs in the dark. And it's like a U-shaped stage with, um, like, a table in the middle of the U. And this girl gets up there and, like, does this whole little weird act. I don't even know how to describe it. It was actually kind of cool. That's probably, like, the best part of the night. So after that, we're walking around, and the next thing I see is one of the strangest things in my life. <laughs> so there is a guy standing against this white wall with, like, a big anarchy sign uh, printed behind him on the wall in red. He looks yellow. Like, the guy's skin looks yellow. Like, he has bad jaundice or something. And he has one leg hiked up with the end of an American flag that he is shoving up his butthole. Like, literally putting the flag up his ass. I have never been more confused in my life. I was fucking terrified at this point. So, like, I made eye contact with this guy, and he just gave me the creepiest grin that I have probably ever seen in my entire existence. I was so uncomfortable. So, I definitely moved on from that one pretty quick. 
Um, so then <laughs> we saw a guy who had made like a full mask just out of dollar bills. I, I don't understand it. Like, it looked like a freaking Jason mask, but dollar bills. Like, you couldn't see the guy's face at all. I don't know. And so he was wearing that, and he goes and lays down on the floor and just is, like, creepily watching people through this mask. And people are throwing dollar bills at him. Like, what the hell? I wish it was that easy for me to make money. Dude, I <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in my life. So... This is the part that relates to our term of the week. So the final thing <laughs> and strangest thing of the night, ironically enough, um, there's this guy there, and there's this little tiny stage that he's set up on, and he has a clipboard with him. So Chris and I walk up to this guy, and Chris starts chatting him up, and he hands Chris the clipboard. On this clipboard is a list of things that you can pay the performer to do. So for instance, there was... Um, so much wild shit. <laughs> you could have a dance party on stage. You could um, kiss the guy. You could smoke a blunt with him. Um, you could stick a toy up his ass. So, like, this whole list of completely random things. And Chris is like, oh, do you want me to buy you anything? And I was like, no, I'm good. At this point, I'm texting like, oh, shit, I just said her name. <laughs> um, I'm texting the girls, and I'm like, Yo, y'all gotta come save me. So, uh, I'm, I'm waiting on them as this is all happening. And Chris is like, okay, well, I'm gonna, like, buy some stuff. Is that cool? And I'm like, I don't really care what you do. So, first he buys a dance party. Tries to get me up on stage. They have, like, a freaking strobe light and stuff. Just this tiny little dance floor. And they have, like, a two-man dance party. So, I was like, alright, whatever. Then, Chris is like, can I buy you a kiss? And I'm like... Nah, I'm not going to kiss that guy. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a kiss. So he buys himself a kiss and kisses the guy. Then Chris is like, oh, I'm going to have some fun with this. He buys a bottle of maple syrup and a bag of flour and proceeds to dump the entire bottle of maple syrup all over this guy. Like, all over his head and his arms. Like, all over him the entire bottle and he's he like tried to hand me the bottle to help him or whatever and I was like dude I'm not going to <laughs> dump maple syrup on this guy so then he covers him in flour and this guy looks like I don't even freaking know what he looks like I okay like on tv when you see the people baking in the kitchen and they freaking are making a huge mess and have powdered sugar or flour or whatever everywhere that's what this guy looked like except way worse and it was just really, really, really weird. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what happened or what gave Chris an idea that that would be a good first date, but the hands down weirdest date I've ever had in my life. So finally the girls show up to pick me up and Chris walks me outside and we're sitting on the grass waiting. And he was like, so do you eat? And I was like, uh, I don't know what kind of question that is or what you're trying to get at, but yeah. And he was, like, trying to ask me to dinner, and let's just say, I, I was like, yeah, I'll get back to you. Yeah, definitely never talk to him again. So, just had to share that with you guys. Thanks for sitting through that. I love telling stories, so there will be plenty of those to come. I also wanted to share a story from one of my friends, so... <laughs> As I told you guys, you can submit stories to me and I will read them anonymously on the show. 
and I'm super pumped because I have some wild stories that people have shared with me. This one's a little mild, but it still kind of made me go, what the fuck? So I had to share it. Here we go. I went on a date with this guy. Got drinks. It was going really well. Went back to his place. We smoked a J. We were showing each other music on Spotify. So I'm showing him my favorite Led Zeppelin song, and he kisses me. All right, cute, right? Good kisser. I was into it. He backs away just a tad bit, but our lips are still practically touching. And he softly whispers, How many guys have you fucked? I have never been so quickly turned off in my life. And I literally said, I don't think that's your business. And he said, it is if I wanted him in my business. Yeah, wow. So when she sent me that, I <laughs> I didn't even know what to think. I was like, yeah, that's definitely going on the podcast because that's insane. So I listen to a lot of other sex podcasts and I feel like a lot of them are either super educational or super comedy based. Um, <laughs> there's a few different things similar to this that have been mentioned, but um, one of them was, why would a grown-ass adult be asking your body count? Like, that is nobody's business. Why? I would, I don't want to know. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know, if it's the past, it's the past. Just don't ask people's body count. I just had to bring that up. So, thank you. Okay. Oh, I'm super excited about this, too. Okay, so I'm also going to be doing a segment called the product of the week. Um, so like I said in the beginning, I used to work at a couple of different adult boutiques, and I was able to be introduced to so many products, so I'm super pumped to be able to share some with you guys. I'm not getting paid for these ads yet, but I'm going to drop the names and stuff anyway because I'm just really excited to share it with you guys. Plus, I got you guys the hookup, which I'll tell you about in a minute. So... Um, this week's product is going to be, actually it's going to be a brand. So it's a brand called Lalo. Um, and they are like super high-end toys generally. We sold we sold so many of them um, when I worked in the sex shops. And yeah, no, they're awesome. So definitely go check out their website at Lalo, L-E-L-O dot com. Um, I mean, there's everything from high-end remote control toys to g-spot vibrators to rabbit vibrators couples vibes i mean you name it they have it a lot of them are silicone grade which means they're super body safe um yeah dude they're freaking awesome plus they have a one-year full warranty and then a 10-year 50 percent warranty so if anything happens within 10 years you like send a little email to them or tell them that you lost your proof of purchase or whatever and send in your toy and they will give you a code for 50% off to buy a new toy, which is super dope. So get on that. Um, I reached out to them because I told them I wanted to bring, um, bring them up on the podcast and was able to get you guys a 20% discount code. Check it out. My first discount code. I'm super hype about it. So you're going to go to lalo.com. Once again, that's L E L O.com. And for 20% off anytime between June 17th and July 1st at checkout, you're going to use the code SWIPE20. Again, the code SWIPE20 is going to be available for your use for 20% off from June 17th to July 1st. Alright guys, so the last segment that I'm going to have for you is going to be submissions. So since this is obviously the first podcast, 
we didn't have submissions because I didn't have listeners, I reached out to some of my friends and asked if there was kind of anything they wanted to know or wanted me to bring up. So this is a question that I used to get all the time, all the time. How do you find the male G-spot? So I'm going to give you guys some tips on finding this male G-spot, whether you're a male and you want to practice solo, whether your partner is curious about it and you're wanting to kind of experiment with them here we go so first off be comfortable and be clean please clean yourself look into how to clean yourself if you feel the need to buy a douche just make sure you're clean nobody wants shit all over their hands and whatever else cool cool second this is the most important part the butthole does not self lubricates again your butthole does not self lubricate it's not like a vagina it doesn't get wet when it's aroused it does not self lubricate so please 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 get lube um please get lube and i'm gonna do a whole episode on different types of lube and their ingredients and kind of what you should buy what you should be looking for so look out for that soon but freaking please get lube if you're gonna do any kind of butt play so now that that's taken care of, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to go slow. You don't want to rush into it. You don't just want to start shoving fingers up places. So you're going to start with your perineum, which is that little space between your balls and your butthole. So you're going to take one, one finger that's well lubed up. Again, well lubed up. You're just going to play around a little bit so you get comfortable, kind of put a little pressure there, you know, find what feels good for you again one finger so once you are comfortable playing with your perineum kind of like I said applying pressure in different places and finding what feels good you're gonna take one finger one finger and insert it into your anus so the male g-spot is located just a little bit inside and forward inside of the anus um, so you're going to be feeling for like a walnut shaped spot. Um, so I recommend that people try like a circular motion and putting different parts, putting di pressure on different parts of the inner walls to find what feels good. Cause you know, it's different for everyone. Um, I would say it's one to two inches inside. It's really not that far. I mean, you don't need to stick a finger all the way up there to find it at all. And like I said, you'll definitely feel it. It's like a walnut shaped spot. Um, so yeah, again, just make a circular motion, go slow, you know, don't try adding multiple fingers until you're comfortable with one. I mean, some people like the idea of it sliding in and out for prostate play. Um, but most, you know, it just takes a little bit of pressure and that's going to feel really, really good. And the other thing I want to bring up is just because a man likes prostate play does not make him gay does not make him homosexual the only thing that makes him homosexual is if he has attraction to the same sex as him so that is so false and i wish that men could be more comfortable about their sexuality and their wants and desires you know it's perfectly normal prostate play can make a man come so much harder it's insane and it just makes me so mad when people associate that with being gay because that is not true at all which i mean i'll probably go 
way more in depth on that on another episode, but just had to add that in there. Um, the other thing you can do, once you're comfortable with that, you know, you kind of find what feels good for you, what you like, is you can buy a prostate massager. There are so many toy companies out there that have male prostate massagers. Um, Aneros is a really great one. I'm going to reach out to them, actually, and see if I can get you guys a discount, too. Um, but you want something with a wide base on it, because if you relax too much, you know, you always hear of the stories of people going to the ER with toys stuck in them. And, I mean, it definitely happens. So, go for something that has a wide base that you don't have to worry about getting stuck. Start with something small. Again, don't go for a huge toy if you're just beginning prostate play. So, that's my tips on finding the male G-spot. I believe that's all I have for you guys on this episode. Um, again, thank you for listening. I know first episodes can be kind of rough, so thanks for hanging in there with me. Again, I would love to hear from you guys. Again, you can find our Facebook page if you just search I Always Swipe Right, Instagram at I Always Swipe Right, or you can email me at I Always Swipe Right at gmail.com. Please, please, please subscribe. Please, I know you're going to want to hear some of the guests that I'm bringing on the show. I am so, so, so excited about it. Um, yeah, and it would help me out a lot if you guys subscribe. I'm really trying to get a better idea of who I'm reaching and how I can reach you guys better. So thanks for listening.